friends, welcome to this week's edition of Feinbolt with me, your host, Jeffrey Feinbolt. What an exciting week it is, at least for me, through my psychosis, the world of the Los Angeles Chargers, the Ryder Cup, two things I love pretty much more than anything in this world after my wife and children. Major championship golf, Chargers football. I put the Ryder Cup in that category of major championship golf. At least for me, I included in that. So they will be colliding this week. Sunday singles starts at noon. Chiefs Chargers starts at one. Patrick Mahomes, there is no time to breathe. The Chiefs were able to what? Run 49 plays and score 28 points last week. 35 when you include a pick six. So uh, that's just a relentless um, stress. That's just relentless stress on me. And I care so much about the Ryder Cup. I have made such a big bet on the Americans to win the Ryder Cup. Um, so I will be heavily invested. I don't think I'm going to give a crap about anything else at one o'clock. There's actually one thing, literally only one other thing than the Chargers in the world of football that I'm going to want to keep an eye on or check up on between the Ryder Cup and um, the Charger game. That is Justin Fields. That's Justin Fields. Justin Fields is starting. I love the NFL so much. Uh, I don't care which rookie quarterbacks it is. I don't care which year it is. I like to see them making their um, debuts. I want to see some of the ceiling. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Now we shall move on. I will say for Sunday, for Sunday, even USA Ryder Cup singles to win Sunday singles is you could call it like my NFL super lock of the week. Better not be wrong. If I'm wrong, the Chargers lose. I'll be, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm not expecting them to win, but never enjoy a Sunday night when the Chargers lose. And I, my pockets are empty after a USA loss in the Ryder Cup. Don't come looking for me. Just know my soul hurts from the Chargers. My wallet will hurt from those American golfers breaking it. My wallet, that is. Uh, later in the show, my boy, uh, Andrew Patterson, Hustlerama, he will join me, Hardcore Chiefs fan. We'll talk a little Chiefs Chargers, his thoughts, what's going on in the kingdom, known as Chiefs Kingdom after a rare loss. Although I guess they've lost two of their last three games. Wouldn't that be fun to make it three of their last four? I don't know. Are we good enough to do it? Eh, eh, I'm not going to talk you out of it. Uh, we will see. Nonetheless, super excited. Um, nervous, super nervous to play the Chiefs. Always, always. Chargers do handle the Chiefs well. And I'll get to that, the history, um, you know, with Patterson, my boy Hustler. He will be at the Ryder Cup this weekend. I am super jealous of him and that. He's been to, well, I'll let him say it for himself, but he's been everywhere. And nothing tops the Ryder Cup. He's been at every great sporting event you could want, at least on North American soil. And, and nothing compares to the Ryder Cup, as, um, as he put it. Okay, time to debrief that Cowboy game just a little. I don't want to get too hard into it. People might be expecting me to be exponentially more negative than I, I truly am. Um, a very strange game. A very frustrating game. The Chargers let it get away. And then they allowed the refs to... Not blaming the ref. Like, the ref refs are bad. I watch baseball. You watch every sport. Refs just suck. As I said with Mayo, a guy punted on third down on Penn State because refs suck. 
You know, like they're just bad. I get more frustrated when we go for replay and something looks clear as day. And then, you know, we can't get that right. Things on the field as fast as they happen. I acknowledge refs suck, but I have more sympathy for that than when we go to New York. So the Chargers left the game up to being the, the Chargers allowed the refs, you know, they put themselves in bad positions and they had a horrible game penalty wise that I guess every time the Chargers did something productive, the refs felt, well, they don't get any benefit of the doubt because they've been breaking rules a lot today. Chargers missed a field goal. Herbert threw a red zone interception. You know, that's just the reality of the situation. So the game was there for the Chargers. They still could have won it if maybe a couple 50-50 calls went their way. Uh, the call I'm really just most annoyed about is the illegal motion at the goal line. Uh, just saw a lot of video of how much that play has been run or, or exact similar situations. Even Dallas did the exact same thing at least two or three times in the game. No call. So just be consistent with something like that. You know, 87 people were jaywalking and they picked us. That That's really frustrating. That's the frustrating part about it. And don't tell me I'm not allowed to be frustrated at the refs. They took two touchdowns and two 30-yard plays off the board in that game. I'm allowed to be frustrated. Right or wrong, I'm allowed to be frustrated. Okay, well, if your team had touchdowns wiped out, you'd be frustrated too. So that's just the belly of the beast. But true positives. I continue to see true positives. I allowing myself to remain excited. Um, I don't want to get too ahead of ahead of it, but the expectation for me is that they won't be able to beat Kansas city and everything is going to be so important when they play the Raiders, which I believe is on Monday night next week. I'll have to get to that in a moment. Positives fifth in the league in total yards. 25th in the league in points, but, but we're moving the ball. We're moving the ball. Um, you see how Mike Williams healthy is being utilized. I like how we're able to run the ball. Um, a lot of positives. Herbert drops back. I'm super excited. I get excited. Something magical can happen. Seeing Rashawn Slater. That is great. Seeing, um, sorry, um, the yards and yards allowed on both sides of the ball. We're one of the four or five, six teams in the league that are in the top 15 of both. Positives. Did your team draft Rashawn Slater? Did your team draft Asante Samuel? Like, how can I not be excited? These seem like two great players that we have just added to a roster that people already like. Like, just more chips in the game. More chances to win. Rashawn Slater has been outstanding. Just look at the tape from last week. Again, tape. Hate saying that because I'm just watching plays again through like the game pass. I'm not looking at feet work. I'm not like smart enough to, to really understand the spacing of things. You know what I mean? But I like hitting play, the play button, and watching a play and using my eyes. I have two of them and isolating my eyes on a certain player or situation. And sometimes I don't see it the first time and I'll watch it again. That just happens. Um, but you see how dominant like Micah Parsons was against our right tackle, Storm Norton, who it's got to be a bit better. Come on, Storm. You got to keep fighting for us. Not ideal, but keep fighting for us. And then you saw how Parsons couldn't move when he tried to rush from the other side against Rashawn Slater. Couldn't move. Asante Samuel Jr., ball hawk. 
playmaker. Last week, he didn't recover the fumble. He didn't force the fumble at the goal line, Washington on Gibson. Well, like on their own four or five, which got the Chargers right back and set up the win, essentially. He didn't force the fumble. He didn't recover the fumble. But if you watch that play, it was all him. It was all him just being lightning, um, lightning to the ball, attacking the football, forcing Gibson back the other way, and then boom. And then this week, a nice interception, some quality play, tackling those. Tackling's got to improve. Tackling really needs to improve for me. That's been a disappointing tackling and discipline, I guess. But I'm seeing the positives. I'll, I'll see the positives. I'm not broken yet. They, they're not going to break me yet. The schedule could break me. Chiefs, Raiders, Ravens, Browns, Patriots. So that's five games. As long as they're a game over or a game under 500, I'll be okay, I think. Because the back end of the schedule is pretty easy. It's pretty easy. But let's just hope we can turn, like, all the little things that are going well can add together to just have the big picture go well. Like, I see fifth in total yards, 25th in points. I have, you know, I tell myself what I hope happens. But I hope that that just means a cavalcade of point scoring. We're on the precipice of it. And that we're going to play a lot of good teams right now. A lot of teams people have penciled into the playoffs. A lot of teams that people have winning the AFC. Outside of the Buffalo Bills, we're about to play the five best teams or something in the AFC. So this is going to be a big test. And I'm not even really putting the Raiders in that. I'm really impressed with the Raiders. I'm not here to besmirch the Raiders. All I'm here to say is I need to see someone be able to go over the top versus the Raiders. But they got two great wins for them. Like those wins are now in their pocket. And I'll be thinking and staring about those wins through Christmas probably now. So that's my problem. Maybe if you're a Charger fan, it's also your problem. That's our problem. But pride, I give credit where credit's due. And maybe I didn't say it, but, but nice win for Dallas. That was a nice win for Dallas. Um, they made things happen. They made some turnovers. They got, you know, whatever. A call goes their way. A call doesn't go their way. But they got went on the road, and they won a game that I didn't think they were going to win. I'm not here to say the Chargers lost it entirely themselves and the refs took it from. Dallas played well. I'm very impressed how the Chargers' defense, from a points-allowed perspective, really came to play after allowing a quick 14 really settled down, right? Didn't let that game get away from them, allowed the offense to find itself. Just it's unfortunate the offense isn't scoring. So hopefully that that can change. And I'm hyper excited to see the sort of game plan Coach Daly goes into a game versus Kansas City with, right? I mean, that fourth down, they went for a fourth down. You could say it was an inch. I don't care. They went for a fourth down from like their own 35-yard line. With 14 minutes left in a three-score game. Like 11 minutes left in the third quarter in a three-point game. I said three-score. In a three-point game. That's never In my life, no one does that for me. He did. Shows me playing maybe a little Madden as a kid. I don't know, but it's just, he gets it. He gets it. The other people in charge didn't get it. So it's nice to get it. Although, hey, you see the land, they're moving the ball nice in Detroit. 
they really, you know, screw up in the second half. That was kind of shit. And some strange, like, short yardage calls by the Lions. And subsequently, Lynn. But, yeah, I don't know. We're not here to talk about that. All I know is Lynn wouldn't have gone for that. And the early two-point conversion, um, yeah, you know, we're just thinking about it. We're thinking about the whole game from go. So I like that. And I'm, I'm really interested to see a coach that is so heavily involved, just a much deeper thinker um, in how he will want to attack the Chiefs strategically. Are we going to just try to run the ball and grind the game? Are we just going to go, 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 go? Is it methodical time, you know, possession of the football? Because again, playing the Kansas City Chiefs, like you could keep the ball. You could have a 14-play, seven-minute touchdown. Okay. They just scored 28 offensive points on 49 plays. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Chargers have had some semblance of success against Mahomes in making him be patient. So we'll see what happens there. Really big game, back-to-back division games for the Chargers. I really didn't realize how hard the schedule is. It's kind of like just hit me like a ton of bricks. So I guess that's like deeply frustrating. Um, Yeah. And again, credit to the Cowboys. They came, they conquered. Uh, CBS didn't really show the crowd much at all. And it, obviously, I'm not here to say there weren't there are a lot of Cowboy fans, but I would say from the shots I saw, they're actually less than I anticipated. It's I my 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 barometer is low, but I did see I saw some more Charger blue than I had anticipated from some overhead shots. So I guess that was reassuring. And and I like I got nothing against Cowboy fans. They got such a bad reputation and perception. They're fine by me. There's just so many of them. I guess they're just nuts. Sort of like I live in Toronto and Leaf fans, you know, they're annoying as shit, like as a whole. But, you know, the ones I know, the ones I'm friends with, they're pretty jaded and, and depressed about everything. And they're not like, yeah, they don't wear the rose colored glasses that it seems like the rest of the city wears. So those people, you know, they're their own group. I will say the lowest form of cowboy fan and maybe just the lowest form of fan in general is that guy who's talking to you. And then his bio says Yankees cowboy fan, like get out, get, get, go to the sun, pal, take a vacation to the sun here. It's nice there. That's where I'd send you. You're not low human. I mean that. I might like you, but you're still a nut low human. That's your thing. You say Duke in your bio also, and the Lakers. Yeah, that's shit. I, I don't I don't care for that. Um, but again, talking about positives. If I told you the Chargers, well, I tell Hustler, second in the league, second in the league in, in um pass rate win uh pass rush win rate behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if that can show up this week for Can- versus Kansas City, that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. I'm going to get out of here. I'm super fired up to talk to my boy, Hustler. He's headed to the Ryder Cup. Uh, so I'll talk about his experience there for a couple minutes. Not so much like what he thinks is going to happen, other than like the heckling. Because I don't think enough is being made of how like, don't, don't take offense to this, people, because 
I could be talking about you or people you know, but American golf fans are quite like vile um, in some respects. They know how to get vile. And I anticipate much like they did at Hazeltine, they'll get vile. So I had some questions for Haas, who was at Hazeltine a few years ago, and he's going back um, this time. And as well, Chiefs Chargers, what is the mind of the Chief fan? Like they just lost a game. They're not used to losing a game. They're also not used to the Chiefs lose games. That happens. That's possible. They're, they're not used to being come back on, right? Like they're not used to blowing multi. That's pretty rare. They blowing multi-score leads in the second half. We've seen the Chiefs lose games, you know, the Super Bowl, other games. They just weren't ready that day. But I've never seen them blow a lead like they did versus Baltimore. And how Baltimore was able to run the ball. Granted, they can do it through their quarterback. You know, will the Chargers lean on something like that? So I'm going to talk to my boy Huss. And I'll be honest, I was wearing my um, salute to service Chargers gear, you know, as my USA uh, Chargers gear, I guess. It's that military appreciation NFL gear. And I don't know where I put it. And I guess it got thrown in the laundry. So I recorded my hustler interview and now I can't find it. So that's why I'm a double wardrobe for this episode of fine bolt. Also pro tip. If you are going to a road game in the national football league to cheer for a team, I highly recommend wearing your team issued salute to service apparel because I don't know. I mean, I guess there are crazies everywhere, but in the end, I just diffuse it. I'd be like, dude, I'm just here supporting my team and the USA. And that'd be it. Shouldn't that just diffuse any tension? Man, I'm cheering for my team, but USA, I got USA on my back, USA on my shoulder, Team Cresco on my front. You know, so if you like to go to a lot of road games, I would encourage you obtaining one of your team-issued salute-to-service hoodies or shirts, jackets, hats, whatever. I know it's all a big gimmick, the league and, you know, how much money's going and, and the cancer stuff. It's all some marketing scam, sorry, and some tax write-off. I, I, I understand that. It's not what I am approving of, although any charitable efforts, you know. I know, right? It feels like a scam, but at the same time, are you going to insult someone for doing charity, even though all it does is help their tax write-offs? It's, it's a whole circle of little good and and more bad. But that's not the life hack I'm referring to. You just own the hoodie, you wear it to road games, it kind of can diffuse crowd interactions. Life life hack, pro tip from me, Jeff Feinberg. Thanks guys, I I had tons of fun talking uh, more Chargers football. Me, Jeff Feinbolt, the show, Feinbolt. When I'm dead and the Chargers are in the Super Bowl, you'll be thinking of me. That's the bottom line. Hopefully we'll win that game. Hopefully you'll bet on us that game. Hopefully we win that game. Long way to go. Until then, um, let's just hope they can beat the Chiefs. I'm out. Here's my conversation with my boy, uh, Andrew Patterson, at Hustlerama on Twitter, talking all things Chiefs, Chargers, and a little Ryder Cup vacation. As we continue here on Feinbolt, it is now time for me to bring in my guy, Andrew. Andrew Patterson at Winnipeg's, well, Andrew Patterson at Hustlerama. He does his thing daily at Winnipeg Sports Talk, at Sports Talk Winnipeg. Uh, all his things, Cool Bet Canada, Sportsnet 960, 
But to me, me and Hustler go way back. Hardcore Chiefs fan lives and dies it. But before we break this thing down, Ryder Cup, Huss, you are making the pilgrimage to Wisconsin, to Whistling Straits. You'll be there. I saw you showing off your Saturday, Sunday passes. I believe you were at Hazeltine a few years ago. So this is your thing. You know firsthand, like, one thing that I don't think is being talked about enough this week, Huss, is how uh, on the wrong side of gentlemanly this U.S. crowd gets. You saw it firsthand at Hazeltine. And these people have been caged up for a long time with COVID. I think it's going to be a madhouse again, and I don't know why people aren't talking about it enough. Decorum will not be found in Wisconsin. No, I, I'm with you. Great to be with you on the program, dude. And uh, love the fact that uh, you're repping the Chargers the way you do now with the Feinbolt show. A pleasure to be on. Yeah, listen, I'm so fired up about this. I mean, I'll be honest. I'd been to a couple of PGA Tour events and, you know, really enjoyed golf, really got into golf betting. A lot to do with what you and the guys have been doing on, uh, you know, with Pat and Tim. But I got a chance to go in 2016. And I mean, I've been lucky enough through business. I've been to six Super Bowls. I've been to game seven of the World Series. The Ryder Cup was the best event I've ever been to. And to be honest, dude, it's not close. And I left there, you know, just amazed at how awesome it was. And uh, was lucky enough, went into the lottery, got the tickets in 2019. And uh, yeah, they showed up like a week ago. And so I had to get a last minute ticket, not knowing whether I'd be there. So I can't wait. And dude, you're exactly right. I mean, it's Bedlam. It's so different from any other golf environment um, outside of maybe Phoenix, but it's different. That's just a massive kegger. This is people are intense. They're so into it. And um, the atmosphere should be incredible. But your theory about people, fan behavior in general, has taken a serious turn for the worse coming out of COVID. It's like people completely forgot how to behave. So um, I think there'll be a lot more than the odd Brooksy being yelled out at Whistling Straits. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it's going to be wild. I cannot wait. Yeah, I give John Rahm so much credit for what we've seen him do in the last couple of years, not only with his play and, you know, how great he is, Hustler, but how much more of a, I don't want to say he doesn't ever kind of lose his top, but he, he acknowledged he was a problem. There was a young golfer trying to figure his way out. And I say like five stars. He has really sort of calmed himself down on the golf course, now winning a major and playing great all the time might have something to do with it. But if I had to guess, uh, maybe they don't want to take on the bear that is Rom, but a guy like Hatton, if his bad form continues in this sort of atmosphere, who's the whipping boy going to be? They usually find one or two guys that they make the absolute whipping venom boy. And and I don't know. I'd say for strategy wise, you make it wrong. For entertainment wise, go after Hatton. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, watch what you wish for with John Rom. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy like you, you nailed it. I mean, he kind of took care of some of the things that were holding him back, and he's now the best player in the world. So he'd be a guy. I mean, the U.S. team is so deep. They have so many great players. But we've seen before in this event. Are they a great team? And that is the big question. A lot of things behind the scenes that are making people wonder about the U.S. I mean, on paper, on talent, it shouldn't be close, but it always is. And uh, I have a feeling those Sunday singles matches, you know, involving a guy like Hatton could have a 
ton on their shoulders playing for um, one of the most special championships in the sport. Uh, as it's well documented in all the content that I've done, I am very much into what this American team will be capable of this time around. No secret there. Um, have you made a bet? Are you making a bet? We're going to just wait to see a pair or those Friday morning pairings come out for, for props. Uh, give me, give me your bet quickly before we move on. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I put a small wager on Europe just because I'm going to be cheering for them. I'm going to hopefully get in, uh, you know, one of the grandstands along with some of those yahoos that have come over from the pond and learn the songs and everything like that and get into it. So that was sort of a, a fun bet. Um, I did go in. I, I really, I'm high on Cantley and I'm high on Xander Shoffley. I know there's a lot of talk about JT and Jordan Spieth, but I do think that if they, if these two guys play together, I think they've got the skill, the mentality to really exceed, uh, succeed. And, and part of that will be, I mean, anytime you're looking for points, the fact that I think they'll earn the trust of the, of the captain and get out there for at least three, if not four matches. So I do like those guys from a European side. I mean, obviously John Rom's pretty chalky with the points. Our guy, Tommy Fleetwood has been good in the past, in the past. I, uh, I got a little sprinkle on Tommy to be the top European points leader. Um, but I kind of focused in on most of my bets in and around Pat Cantley, Xander Shoffley, and I had to give some love to our guy, Tony Fino, because you know he's going to be there on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like all of it, I'm, I'm, we sort of feel the same. I think Cantley and Shoffley have a better chance of staying together and doing it everything than Jordan and Justin do. I think there's a chance those two um, don't play nearly as much together as uh, – people expect i don't know what just turned on in in my house i don't know is that being picked up i don't know nope. either way Huss, all good here uh dynamic you're probably not used to one bit that's losing a football game patrick mahomes off a loss chiefs twitter chiefs i know you're not like a degenerate like tim on the reddit message boards life's <laughs> way too good in your world to be going down those rabbit holes but you know, are the Chiefs fans just calm, cool, and collected, or they're just like, whoa, panic? Or I just look at it as you, you, you ran 49 plays. What did you score? 28 points plus a pick six? Oh, that's points per play in my head. Has me scared shitless. But Chiefs fans, what's the attitude after a loss? They're not used to them. Are no, I mean, there's no panic, Jeff. But at the same time, certainly was disappointing. I mean, you liked having that perfect record against Lamar and against the Ravens, and you wanted to be in first place and want to be undefeated. It's pretty wild looking at the AFC West standings right now and seeing the Chiefs and Chargers behind the, Ra the Raiders and Broncos. I do have a feeling that will change. But I think there's a legitimate concern about some of the defense that we've seen so far this year. And to be honest, we're probably not having this conversation if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire um, doesn't fumble that ball. And... You know, that happens to a lot of teams. The Chiefs have been great over the last couple of years with keeping the football, but they invested big money in that guy. And we'll see whether he continues to get the lion's share of the carries. He'll have an opportunity to redeem himself. But um, that probably, that should have been, it was a disappointing loss. It should have been a win. Um, easier to stomach that happening in week two than in the playoffs. Um, and maybe they got it out of the way early. All I know is that this is going to be a hell of a football game on Sunday uh, between the two teams that I think will be battling at the top of the division. And uh, 
you know, obviously both coming off disappointing losses that, you know, really you can look at self-inflicted issues that cost them the difference between winning and losing. So I'll tell you what, this is going to be a hell of a football game. Uh, Chiefs never cover. I mean, we're looking at six and a half. I think this will be a close game. Um, you certainly won't see. In fact, I usually just stay away from the games, but I think I will get on the charges at plus six and a half. Really? I think we'll be in for an entertaining football game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I, like everybody. I mean, A, the slate sucks this week. Me and Pat, we did the show. Like, this is the worst slate of games ever. <laughs> Obviously, Chiefs Chargers is exciting, but that could just turn into a romp. I don't know that anyone would be surprised. Obviously, Bucks Rams in the afternoon seems like a very uninspiring uh slate of football games. So this should be the focal point game at one o'clock. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how coach Staley will um, attack for the first time. The Kansas city chiefs, they went for a fourth down on their own side of the field early in the third quarter last week, hustler. Uh, that's something they net. I don't even know the last time that's happened in my life, a early two point conversion um, attempt. So we'll see. 25th in the league, though, in total points while being fifth in yards. Something's got to flip. Uh, something's got to flip there with, with the Chargers in that respect. Something I did find interesting, though, Hustler, ESPN uh, had a stat uh, pass rush win rate. First in the league, Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. Number two, the Los Angeles Chargers. For whatever reason, Mahomes has always gotten the better of us. We're not going to count. The week 17 game, you're resting before a bye last year, but played some really close games. So hopefully this one for the Chargers can be much like that and find a way to get lucky. I'm not optimistic. Mahomes off a loss. That's like, I don't need to explain it to people, but that's like what, what Brady off a loss feels like now. I was going to say in his prime, but we could just say now uh, what Manning off a loss felt like, you know, when they are the best on the planet. It just feels different. This guy awful loss. Like I, I'm in trouble. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing, dude. Um, Mahomes is usually Mahomesian in most games. I mean, you look at why they lost that football game. I mean, yeah, he did have a very uncharacteristic pick, the first one he'd ever thrown in September. Um, but it was the fact that the Baltimore Ravens ran up, down, and all over Kansas City for the majority of the of the game. And there wasn't enough big plays made on the defensive side of the football. When you allow a team like Baltimore to get back in the game and get some momentum, that's what can happen. All that being said, they had the football in the final three minutes. Nine times out of ten, they move it down, they kick the field goal, they take the win and leave. But I'll say this. I don't think there's many educated Chiefs fans that have followed this team, knowing how the close games they played, have seen the talent with the Chargers and the fact that Derwin's going to be in. Bosa's going to be in a lot of these guys. I mean, I can't remember the last time they played at full strength against Kansas City. And that's why I think this is going to be a dogfight. They won and the anyone... game. It was the walk off like Mike Williams, <laughs> two point conversion. That's the last time. Yeah. You know, the win Chargers, you know, had some life uh, a bit. Hassan, you, you said it. And don't just ask Chief fans. You want to. I mean, I'm sure there'd be a, been a quote this week and there've been many before. Go ask Travis Kelsey, who, who, who who's the best at stopping him in the NFL and Derwin James be the first or second name off his out of his mouth. Not many people are even worthy of, of entering, entering that conversation. So, maybe yeah, it's, 
I'm just going to say, maybe it's your influence on me, but I mean, I've paid such close attention to Derwin and knowing the difference that he makes when on the field and what happens when he's not in the, in the chargers lineup going into the season, I got a little sprinkle on Derwin as the defensive player of the year and the comeback player of the year. So uh, listen, I hope he doesn't have too great a game coming up, but this is the sort of game where you show that you're able to do that. If he can minimize, we've seen what Travis Kelsey's doing to everybody over the last couple of years. Um, if he can step up and really neutralize Kelsey in a game, that'll go a long way to maybe winning a couple of these other bets, but it's on. I mean, this team is here. They're now, I mean, the chiefs, set the bar and are the measuring stick right now in the AFC. Uh, but I think everyone that's seen the emergence of Herbert combined with the talent that was already there um, is expecting, you know, you know, the marquee game of the early slate coming up on Sunday when these two rivals get at it. Yeah. I listen, Herbert's got red zone interceptions in his first two games. You know, that has been frustrating. He's still finding out, you know, the fine lines between what you can do, get away with what you can't get away with. Um, in a new offense, the Chargers running defense, though, is really not has probably been the weakest part about them. But uh, Chiefs seem to be struggling to run the ball. That being said, in kingdom, I'm sure they're like, if we can't run against this Chargers D line, that's probably a sign that CH is, you know, you know, they, there could be trouble there. Cleveland's you know, known for having this great defense at the moment. The Ravens, you know, just with that respect, you're like, okay, tough matchups, you know, just whatever, all through Mahomes. I guess as a Chiefs fan, if they can't get it going on the ground this week, that would be more, far more concerning than the last couple. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm very interested to see how the uh, the touches are distributed because, I mean, I think they're realizing that I think CEH has to prove that he can be close to an every down back. And, you know, Daryl Williams is probably going to get a little bit more look. And, you know, I mean, at the same time, I think Edwards Hilaire has a lot to prove after what happened at the end of Sunday's game, and he'll be out there. But, I mean, this defense needs to step up a little bit more. I mean, they're going up against a familiar opponent. They know what they've got. They need to be a hell of a lot better than they were against Baltimore. <laughs> so, I mean, you put all that, both teams coming off a loss, important divisional game. Um, it's got a little bit of everything, and considering how brutal the rest of the games are on the slate – Kind of too bad for most fans that this one wasn't maybe uh, in prime time later on. But uh, we'll get up early. We'll get after it and uh, look forward to what should be an awesome game. Uh, and, of course, I won't even be watching it live. I'll be following it on the phone, uh, texting you to find out what's going on from uh, from Whistling Straits. Yeah, I'm not honestly watching the right. That's going to be hard for me. I'm not even going to see anything else. I don't even care what else is going to be going on at 1 o'clock or in the NFL in the early games this week other than the chargers and the Ryder cup. My heart can't like take that. Even watching that first ever Herbert game was the U S open that Bryson won. I had a big piece of that was like disturbing. At least he, you didn't have to plan for it though. I mean, there was yes, no plan. All of yes, a sudden you're exactly. like, what the hell Herbert's out there. That was exactly so, and I what, think it ended what up it, working out great for him too. In that yeah, game. That's exactly um, what it, what it was. Huss. All right, buddy, you have a great time. This week in Wisconsin, um, wow! I'm quite jealous of the trip you are you are going on, and I guess what it's 2020. It's Rome next, and then we're in New York State, right at Bethpage. So I'll see you there. Well, we'll definitely do that. And I say now that you know, I'm going to get back to another U.S. event. The uh, the real bucket list is going to be seeing this event when it's played overseas, and of course, 
good Canadian boys we are. We got the President's Cup coming to Montreal. So that is going to be a big one. We'll be hosting all of our friends coming north of the border. Yeah, Royal Montreal, that's in a couple of years. I am hyper uh, excited for how that one could um, could play out. Super exciting. Thanks so much, Huss, taking the time to drop in on this edition of Fine Bolt. Chargers Chiefs this weekend. I'm Jeff Feinberg. We'll be back.